Welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I'm Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. So let's face it, some days they're just darker than others. Some periods of our lives are darker than others. No matter how positive we try to be, we can't control everything. We wish we could, right? especially external things coming at us, but we can't always control that. But one thing that we can do when these doom and gloom periods exist is to view everything as realistically as possible. And I know you're saying, Chris, when you're in the moment, that's hard to do. It's completely hard to do. It feels impossible to do, but it it is possible. I mean, think of it this way. We may not be all the way out of the trench, but each day we can push to be just that much closer to the surface. If we think like that, it's going to help. You know, sometimes you can look at a huge flight of stairs and say, I can't make it up there. I'm too exhausted or whatever the case may be. And maybe you are. But if you say, well, I can do the first step, you do it, you've accomplished something. Maybe you've got a lot more to go. That's fine. But you still accomplish something. It's just like that famous saying that Sam Cooke actually used for his song title in 1964. Rome wasn't built in a day. Things take time. Healing takes time. The Beautiful Soul website says this. It says, the stages of emotional healing can be broken down into seven steps. I'm going to read them to you, but while I do, think about, do you think this is going to happen overnight? Probably not. Here's the seven steps of healing. Awareness, acknowledgement, acceptance, feeling the pain, grieving, forgiveness, and then moving forward. We oftentimes try to start with moving forward, but if the other stuff's unresolved, we aren't completely going to get there because we're not healed yet. I know my leg's broken, but I can walk anyway. Not a good idea, right? It continues. It says signs of emotional healing include these things. So if you have these qualities going on, it's it's showing that you're headed in the right direction. Increased self-awareness. Improved relationships, even if it's a little bit. Greater resilience, even if it's a little bit, and improve physical health. Releasing emotional blockages is an important aspect of the healing process that can help individuals move past emotional trauma and achieve greater well-being. So overall, emotional healing requires patience. It requires self-awareness and completely a full-on commitment to the healing, to the healing journey. So think of it like this. Any progress that you make in the right direction is progress. 
we're going to use that expression a little bit throughout this this particular episode. Progress is progress. That's a good thing. You know, I once heard an illustration that I really, really loved. It went like this. A man was walking on the beach and saw some starfish that were washed up on the shore, and they were dying because they needed to be back in the water. So he started picking them up and individually putting them back in the ocean. Well, another man saw this and said, there's no possible way you'll save them all. There's too many. To this, the first man said, maybe I can't, but I can save this one and put yet another one back in the water. Again, when going from a negative to a positive, progress is progress. If we try to rush healing, usually, you know what happens? We just get frustrated walking with the broken leg. It's just going to hurt more and it's not going to heal correctly. I don't know why the illustration part of my brain is working today, but it is. Think of it this way. Would you rather, if sleeping in a dark room, someone just opens the blinds nice and gradually to help wake you up? Or would you want them to pull them open all the way fast and let the blinding light come in all at once and shock your system? It's better if we can adjust, right? Same thing with progress. Rarely does some kind of magic pill exist to make everything better instantly. At the most, it's going to need time. And at the least, it's going to need some sort of effort. You know, we also may miss out on learning from bad experiences. I mean, we don't have to choose bad experiences, but if we have them, you know, we can learn from the inevitable bad experiences that pop up in our lives. It's true. We don't need to go out of our way to touch a fire to know if it's hot. But if we do, for whatever reason, good or bad, if we make that choice and we get burned, we may not be so quick to make that same bad choice again. We might just become a better person. Now, I don't recommend this. But sometimes that's the only way as individuals we learn. Now, you may think, oh, no, 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 I'm not like that. I can read a warning and I follow that warning and I don't need to know that a fire is, is hot by touching it. And you're probably right. You probably don't. But there are certain things that you probably do. And I do them too. In fact, there's 10 different things that psychology today gave for reasons for us, why we sometimes have to learn things the hard way. And I bet you one of them will apply. Here's the first one. If we've never initiated anything like it before, it's normal for it to take more mental and or physical energy than something that we have, so we take the easy way. You may have done that. I've done that. The second one. Although someone may offer expert advice on the best way to handle what we personally lack experiential knowledge of, we're just not ready to follow their recommendation. It could be something about that person. That, mm, I got this. And so we learn the hard way. 
Number three, one word makes perfect sense, pride. Number four, we might make carrying out a venture a lot more difficult because of our ambivalence about it. A fifth reason why we may do things the hard way is because we're being indecisive. We're kind of stuck with our decision, right? Another reason is a project is more complicated than we'd foreseen. We went in following the directions, but this hard, so I'm just going to kind of wing it, right? Number seven, maybe we've taken on too many things at once. Something's got to suffer. So perhaps the area that suffers is us learning something the hard way. Number eight, in a misguided attempt to make something easier, we take ill-advised shortcuts. Who hasn't done that? You know, it doesn't make us bad people, but by doing that, again, we may be doing something where we're learning something the hard way. Number nine, we constantly fantasize about what our success could lead to. I know it's a horrible idea for me to do this, but if I succeed, I'll be legendary, right? You learn the hard way. And number 10, We've chosen to do things the hard way by routinely undertaking projects that especially challenge us. That means we're going in with our eyes open saying, yeah, I know it's the hard way, but I'm going to do it anyway. So I think we do at least one of these sometimes, don't we? I don't think that that's a far-fetched statement. What that means is that consciously or not, we set ourselves us ourselves up to learn the hard way. So in the gradual healing process, we then can at least take advantage of learning from the action, whether the action taken was good or whether the action taken was bad. In 1915, there was a writer, his name was Albert Hubbard, and he wrote an obituary for a man this man's name was Marshall Pinckney Wilder. Now, Mr. Wilder had actually lived with a deformity. So, so this is what Mr. Hubbard wrote about Mr. Wilder. He said this. He was a walking refutation of that dogmatic statement, men sana in corpore sano, when translated meaning a healthy mind in a healthy body. He was a sound mind in an unsound body. He proved the eternal paradox of things. He cashed in on his disabilities. He picked up the lemons that fate had sent him and started a lemonade stand. This, my friends, is the origin of the phrase that we've probably heard that when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. But let's really think about the process of actually making lemonade. Lemons don't just become lemonade. They need to be squeezed of their juices. The seeds need to be taken out. Sugar needs to be added. Water needs to be added. And then it needs to be chilled for it to be optimal. The point, when life gives us the proverbial lemons, got to be a little patient. 
And with time and effort, before you know it, you too will happily have a wonderfully cold drink on an excruciatingly hot day. You'll get there. Even if you can't imagine that you're going to get there right this second. You know why? Because progress is progress. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present you with a Spotify playlist that tries to shadow the overall theme of this particular episode. This time around, we have for you a Refresher podcast healing Open the Blinds Gradually playlist. Again, you can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher podcast dash healing Open the Blinds Gradually. This is a pretty inspirational one. I, I think this is a feel-good playlist for the most part. The first one is the reprise of Let the Sunshine In by The Fifth Dimension. Then we have Primal Scream with Moving On Up. The third track, Beginning to See the Light by The Velvet Underground. Then we have Al Green, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart? Then we have Electronic, which was kind of a super group that was put together at one point. The Patience of a Saint is the name of the song. Then we have Heal the Pain by George Michael. We have Things Can Only Get Better by Howard Jones. Simple Minds with Promised You a Miracle. Then we have an Italian group called Fun Fun. And the name of the song is Happy Station. And this is a 12-inch mix of that song. And then finally, we have Morrissey with the song Tomorrow. That is our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast dash Open Healing. Open the blinds gradually. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in the United States of America in a new place called New Richmond, Wisconsin. Welcome. And I hope I hope I don't butcher this in the Auvergne-Rhône-Alpes region of France. I know that it sounds so much prettier when someone who speaks French says that, but also in Kyoto Prefecture, Japan. How cool is that? Thank you guys, all of you, for listening and for continuing to listen. If this is the first time that you've listened to this show, I hope you enjoyed it. If you think that you know someone that could use some good companionship and isn't going to be judged and hopefully is going to be either made to smile, laugh, or encouraged, hopefully this is your program. You know, this show simply would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor, again, please pass this along to your friends. We've grown. We're like in the 260s with our episodes at this point. And all of the listenership has been a grassroots type type deal. So if, if you can continue to pass this podcast along to your friends, that would be wonderful. I think I'm going to start reporting again on how many countries that we're in and how many cities and states in the United States, because it's really encouraging. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, you can join those who have made a small monthly contribution 
just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, just please feel free to listen and enjoy anytime. Uh, we have books that I've written as well as t-shirts and merch at our website for this program. If you want to check that out, feel free to do so. It is at refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is by the band Dive. The song is called A Day Late, and it was written by my friend, Mr. John Villafuerte. But until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. Progress is progress, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thank you.